This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. You're listening to Liratombele on Power 98.7. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to midday. Now we're talking. The time is 10.36. Thank you very much to the news teams for the updates. I think something that should be topical in the public agenda is the head and the load. I said earlier on it is a consequential piece of theatre. It is deliberate. It is clever. um, And it uses multiple techniques to illustrate a point. Uh, less talking, actually, is the one piece of theatre where there's not too much dialogue. There's a narrator, uh, but sound is used as a way to depict feelings, sickness, um, the sirens of war. Music is used to do some of those things. The body, dance, is used to demonstrate the strains. That load we're talking about on the soul And then languages and a cacophony of languages spoken all at one time to really demonstrate the confusion of what colonization does when it enters local communities, strips people of their identity. People don't know how to communicate, how to speak, how to be seen, how to be heard. Uh, There are traumas that are communicated through the expression of the body, through the uh, twitching of the eye through the screeching of the voice. And that's what I'm saying. It's clever. And then um, a lot of the historical archiving is projected on a big wall at the back. And so um, in real time, you see um, the depiction on stage, but the actual reality that it was uh, in that pre-World War I era when um, African men and women were conscripted into armies uh, that... Uh, represented nations they didn't belong to, fighting wars that had nothing to do with their own destinies. And so this here is one of the most interesting pieces of theatre that speaks to a whole host of issues in this pivotal moment in Africa where we ask, what is our own sovereignty? Who are the nations we want to be? Uh, What do we have deference for? Um, And how do we reclaim our own destinies? It is a piece of work brought by um, the renowned um, artist, William Kentridge, and he collaborates with many. One of them is Gregory Magoma, who is the choreographer and principal dancer in the play. Another one is a well-loved South African thespian, Hamilton Lamini, who really is the staring in the whole thing. He's kind of the narrator uh, in, in it without being overbearing and they join us in studio this morning good morning gentlemen good morning good morning yeah it was really powerful but i think you have to be alert uh you, you it's it's not one of those bits of theater where you can afford to disengage at any point in time it moves quite quickly um the dialogue is fast the music is interspersed the imagery on the wall it's vivid and you got to keep up you must keep up. And the narration is very quick. And like I said, uh, Hamilton, there isn't a lot of talking. Yeah. Oh, Lerato, 
go and stand against the walls. That's not what's happening there. It's not, pre- it's not preempting. <laughs> it's well written. I think we took our, our audience for granted, especially all the broadcasters. So in theater, they will find perfect content, which is a new approach. You just hint them with one line. They must unpack it. Quickly. They must load it. If you don't have time, you must come tomorrow and make sure that that <laughs> sentence gives you a like a fertile subtext. <laughs> there is a lot of prose, though, um, and you use a technique almost like a, a, a poet. You know, there's, there's a lot of lyricism in what's said and repetition. Yes. Uh, some things when they are said uh, people don't listen so you need to repeat it like for instance I mean in South Africa I've got a culture of saying bafana bafana makrok okrok because we don't listen we have our own agenda so that show actually tells the damage that the first world war has done and other wars and colonization it's indoctrination so you want to hear what you want to hear and things that are important you decide to ignore mm. so you repeat so that it lands yes mm. and if you didn't hear it after we've repeated we've repeated quite a number of times then yeah you mm. might as well be part of those who are ignorant and mm. some of the powerful things i remember was how the wars depicted so you hear the trombone it mm. signals the sirens yeah. of war right yeah. um and then there's the screeching of the soprano kind of the screams of people in mm. the war. Mm. And then it's you, the narrator, giving us the gunshots. Yes. And then in that kapoom, we've got uh, the special dances that were created by Greg McCormick. Uh Every movement that you see in that show is created by Greg. Yeah. So to... to if I do the sound, then the effect of the movement, what happens? Oh, so like mm. if you're shooting a gun, I'm full so front, the and then is... behind me, then Greg interpreted that in his own movement. I think he'll explain how yeah. he does it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll yeah. come to you, Greg, in a moment. <laughs> okay. And so, again, like I say, it's clever theater because it's that sort of thing that you're watching. We're not listening to dialogue, Gizok Bulala, please don't kill me, I'm sad. It's not that. It's, no. it's ratatata. People through the body expressing the bullets as they hit them. Yes. It's the video at the back as you see soldiers marching in the war. It's all of that sort of thing. We happening. show and tell, yeah. And you shouldn't miss it. After after that, then it must be clear because the objective of doing the show is to say to the world, people stop fighting, stop the war because the war damages, it kills people, it kills the hopes of people. I mean, as you can see at the end of the show, we leave a young boy who's experienced all that. Mm. And the where trauma. is the, yeah, the trauma. So where do we go? It means he's gonna repeat that because uh, all he knows is smoke, the ratatatata, the guns and that's yeah. it, and he doesn't know anything else. Okay, let's talk about the choreography. Yeah. You know, because I remember um, the one gentleman, in fact, it's you, who's like pushing the boat or the load or whatever and across that entire stage and I remember my friend who was sitting with me was Lindy she's like you see those are lunges my friend (laughs) (laughs) you see at gym those are lunges my friend (laughs) you know so so the body has to be strong absolutely I mean I mean uh, because the whole thing is about amplifying you know the, the the moment as you see there's a there's a small figure on stage, but when it is projected onto the wall, the image is three times larger. So those moments are so critical in terms of ensuring that you're not only seeing the physical um, 
presence of a dancer on stage, mm. but you also see the amplified image of that mm. particular person on the wall. So mm. it means you're amplifying that message for an audience to say we were not lost in translation, right. but we were taken care of yeah. of every moment. So and then part of my my role as a choreographer in this work is to ensure that I bring in the heart. Yeah. You know, the emotional baggage of 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 on the trauma of, yeah. of being in, in in a world war. And this is what I'm saying. There's not a lot of dialogue. Yeah. You have to read between those lines. Is the narration is happening in some form. Mm-hmm emulating the sound of guns or, um, you know, colonial masters speaking their different languages over one another. And then in it is a man who'll be pushing that load Uh using his entire brute force. And what you then see are your muscles popping, you know, Mm -hmm. and your legs stretching and the sinews and the muscle coming out is just like strain on the body. Absolutely. I mean, it it applies as well with the the section we call the wounded man, Mm. where one of the fallen soldiers is carried across the 50 meter stage. I I mean, the the physical... And he has to walk on his haunches. Absolutely. So all of that, I mean, it, it requires one, you know, absolute focus. And then secondly, is the strength that one needs to be able to 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 do what yeah. we are we are we are asked to do by this work, yeah. you know. And I think you know the other thing that is so critical about the head and the load is that we we be depicting the life of the of the soldiers, Africans who were soldiers who were going to fight a war that was not of their own, yeah. of a war that was not of their making, yeah. and they were used as carriers, yeah. as as porters. And sometimes they were carrying the loads, like the entire ship was dismantled yeah. mm. and carried across. And one of the things that came out, I remember, because because there's the German guy speaking German, there's the French guy speaking French, or the German lady, da 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 da, da and and they're all talking over each other. It's like a cacophony of noise. So for me, that's like the scramble, right? Mm. For we are all here. What are we all gonna get? And the French want to yeah. make sure they get what they're gonna get. And then there's an Isuzulu man, the second narrator, like a chief caught up in the middle of this whole thing and at the end of the war realizes they're left with nothing there's no medal there's no thank you Mm-hmm. There's no there, life left to a, live. There's a coat and a bicycle. There's nothing. That was a gift. That's what, that's what they, they are rewarded <laughs> with with a coat and a bicycle, the heavy coat and the boots. That's it. Thanks for for your participation. Here, here is a pair of boots, and that's what is done. It's in the show, and yeah, black people deserve that. Which is why there's a stage where, by the way, asking uh, in in Chilembo's letter that what are our people going to benefit after yeah. they've passed, participated in the war? Yeah. And there was no response. Yeah. Mm. And the response was the, the real thing, the bicycle, the heavy jacket, yeah. and the yeah. boots. And, and it's and a beautiful it. point in the, in the play because that Zulu narrator, dressed like a chief, mm. becomes a solitary figure, mm. absolutely confused and bewildered. Yeah. All these different languages are being spoken and you're struggling to hear his voice in Isi Zulu yeah. coming through. And he's just asking a basic question. Yeah. Like, yeah. what now? What now? What's going to happen now? The war is over. What about me? Hmm. And which is, what? Which, is, which is what is happening currently. Mm-hmm. The benefits, where are they? Mm. Yeah, we, we've got nothing. And I, the, my favorite section is where we say, uh, uh, black people are fighting a war they didn't start. And... Uh, 
what are they getting? They're getting nothing, and they own nothing in this world. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When the narrator says that, uh, why are they are they participating in this war? Because they have nothing to own in yeah. this world. Mm. So we own nothing even now. I'm going to tell you a beautiful moment of choreography <clears throat> dance. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah. Was when the singers come forward. Yeah. And so this is sort of post-war. Yes. And they're not sure whether they are being bitten by mosquitoes, mm. tsetse fly, mm. whatever. They're not sure what's happening. Mm. And then in the end, when they start, you know, because you start slapping your hand like you're trying to kill a mosquito. In the end, you start slapping your face. In the end, you realize it's dysentery and a kind of madness. Absolutely. That's kicked in. Yeah. And all that's happening is the body twitching. That's yeah. all the body's doing. Yeah. And it's then when I realize, no, they're not being bitten by mosquitoes. It's a madness that's kind of set in. Yeah. And that's all the body's doing. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's the ramification of war. You know, it's part of what you go through is that trauma that you have to deal with post-war. You are left with scars, not only the physical scars, but also the mental and the emotional scars that you have to carry through. And that section portrays that very cleverly, that you're not only dealing with the load of the physical mosquito that's there, that's irritating you, and you're trying to avoid it, but it's also the the result of the trauma of being in that war, in that space, mm-hmm. and hearing the machine guns and mm-hmm. being caught up in all that mess. Mm-hmm. And, and, that and, and also the cluster of ideologies mm-hmm. that people have to cope with. And then at the end of the day, I mean, if you're indoctrinated, then another ideology comes, so you don't survive. Yeah. So it you, keeps can't on you can't breathe. You can't breathe, and you can't even concentrate on your plans in this lifetime. Yeah. You are here to be a victim, and that's it, born to die. Yeah. What a wow. Okay, one last scene, and <clears throat> then uh, we must leave it. People must go and watch it, is the actual war. Because when it starts, it's like a procession of music, beautiful music that's coming from the back. Mm. Right? Eerie, haunting soprano, trombone, trumpet. There's pomp and ceremony. It's like you're ushering in a queen or something. Mm. I think we're going to hear that at the coronation of King Charles. That kind of music. And then soon you realize, no, that's a siren of war. Hey. Hey, that's like a a whistle telling people to go and seek refuge somewhere. It's a calling to war. It's a calling. It's not... Oh, that's not music. And then you see, ominously, the ships come in. That's invasion now. Yeah. Yeah. The mission is becoming clear. And not only are the soldiers descending for war, they are leaving now with all the riches because they leave with all these ornate headgear, Mm -hmm. which means they came here to get what they got. Yeah. And they're using black people in order to win that. And they take it, they're taking it with. And those who die, they care, they give the others a load to carry and yeah. continue. And, and many not didn't did not die in the front line. Many died because of the heavy loads they were carrying. And many died because of other diseases that they had to encounter. Many died because they were starving. So there the were other dehydration. There were a lot of things okay. that were were, were were the load. Okay, so let's actually talk about the historicity of this whole thing. It's taken three years to bring this production Mm. to life. And William Kentridge did explain that COVID was the big disruptor. But in a way, I think there's a blessing in every crisis because I think there wasn't a moment of a mistake there. Not a note out of place, not a narration that had a missed alliteration, not a missword, you know, a word misspoken. Everything was 
perfectly choreographed. Mm, and I'm wondering, you. in that three years, were you practicing, practicing, practicing? No, but I mean, we we had already performed the work in other countries. You know, we'd opened at the Tate Museum in London, okay. and we went to perform in Germany, and then we had an, an extended season at the Armory in in in, in New okay. York. So it has had a life. It has been, it has been performed and and re looked at in so many ways, and refined along and the way, refined yeah. along the way. And I think you know, work matures that way. You know, you you then see how clever the 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 work becomes as you perform it more and more okay. you just refine it and continue to build on its content because it's it's always critical right. to look on the, on the, on, the, on the critical side of of the work because it's it's important for an audience to walk away feeling right. overwhelmed by what they yeah because i was waiting for you to stumble on your words never no, I wouldn't. Not even once. Ah, I wouldn't. The professional you pay for, 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 for No, not in a bad ways. way. But I mean, you keep repeating these words. Yeah. And you're speaking so quickly. Yeah. You should stumble and you don't stumble. Yeah, yeah. We do exercises before the show the time. <laughs> to make sure that the tongue doesn't get stuck because it's a very important text. Uh-huh. And but, also the, those lines are going with the rhythm. If I breathe... Uh, if I don't inhale at a certain point, then I break the the the, the pattern yeah. of, of breathing. Then it messes up the lines. Mm. So I need to remember how do I, how do I breathe and when do I breathe? Yeah. I miss that breath, then it messes up my rhythm of speech. So there's a lot going on. A, a lot. lot because you're also quite physical in your role. Mm. You're yes. not just talking. Yeah, you are I'm, acting it out. Your body's in it as well. I have to You're jumping because up I'm and playing down. a stupid general who likes uh, to <laughs> oppress and kill his people to impress the colonizer. Mm. So I'm actually showing how how a sellout behaves to appease the white like man. Like a moron. Yeah, he goes all out. He sweats for yeah. a white man. And, and you do sweat. After I thought that, it was he, just the light. It doesn't benefit at the end of the day. Stupid black general. <laughs> and those are our role models that is why this country is messed up like this because it comes from the right. first world war up to now and how do international audiences receive this work I'm, I'm thinking you're in germany and they are there and there's german oh. being spoken and they are not actually you know um crowned in glory in this yeah. production yeah, I mean, I think, you know, every time we're performing it in, in front of an audience in Europe, it felt like it's it's a moment of confrontation, yeah. which is different when we perform it at home, because here at home, it's a moment of humility. Yeah. It's a moment of calling the names, wow. giving names to those when never given a name, but a number. Mm. Yeah. All those soldiers existed by a number, yeah. not a name. And we are able now to say we're reclaiming. We're reclaiming not yeah. only the history, but those who perished yeah. through this history. And of course, the installation and the projection of the video also reminds us of that archive text. Yeah. The yeah. original texts, yeah. their names, and just a simple thing. Here lies Peter, dysentery. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's all you are. You don't care or what. Yeah. Uh, it's just a number that it's finished, done. Yeah. We're over. And, and cause of death. Yeah. yeah. You know, Malaria. Malaria. Finito. <laughs> Okay, Hamilton, let's talk about you because we know you as an actor. We've seen you um, in TV series in South Africa, Ketele, Ndwandwe, the likes. And we know you're also a filmmaker and you are a stage actor. So you cross, you know, across the disciplines of acting. You're in theater, you're in film, you're in television, you're a director as well. And you've collaborated with 
Kentridge, a fine artist. So just tell us about all the different ways in which you show up. Um, I have to put it this way. I, our content on television is the one that caused that I should go back to theater. Mm. Uh, tele- television is sex, guns, beaches, and drugs. We're not telling stories like First World War. We're not telling stories and encourage our young stars about what happened to be during apartheid and all that. So all, all the TV stories are sugar-coated. So I went to theater and and I got a, a form, a, a way to heal myself in telling true stories. And that's mm-hmm. where I met people like Gregory Macoma, uh, Tulani Chauke, William Kendridge, and other people who are talented in order, in order to tell uh, beautiful African stories. And so far, that's how, yeah. that's how we're going. And I but can't talk more it's not about that. It's not a unique South African experience. So you see big Hollywood actors going to Broadway, mm. yeah. and you see them in Britain as well, going back to Shaftesbury Avenue. There's something about the theatre that is the pull, and it's a very different kind of stage to camera. A theatre is not captured. Television is captured. Explain. We're pointing fingers at politicians on how they were captured by uh, the big mafias Mm -hmm. or state capture and all that. Actors, South African actors or global actors are captured because you are giving stories that are not reflecting the lives of our our people. Mm. You are just a mouthpiece for a certain stupid audience, uh, which is uh, the social media audience. Mm but you're not talking to actually the, the real people that you want to talk right. to. As an actor, you're the mouthpiece of the society. There are some things that are not said by the people, but as an actor, you should be saying. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, 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 a sane actor would take a theater story and interpret it his way. Yeah. In fact, somebody's saying, I should ask you, please ask Ulamini, why does he make theater about the invasion of South Africa, but mainstream media ignores it. Why does it play out better on stage than on television? Hey, my daughter. (laughs) Television, like I said, it's captured. Uh, Commissioning editors are given a a mandate Mm -hmm. which you must deliver this so that we can get numbers and Mm -hmm. advertisers. Uh, Yeah, in theater, in theater we just walk on that stage and we do it properly. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Mm -hmm. I I think I choose choose the truth. Television, Television is a liar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody's also shock says he's given us a bit of an archive, and he says Job Masego, there's the name, was a World War II hero who sank a Nazi ship with a bomb made from a tin can with condensed milk, but he was denied military decoration because of his race. Yeah, yeah so Job Masego is Springs is is one of the heroes, yeah. but our kids are not taught about such people. They taught about Jan van Riebeck, and that's yeah. it. Okay, so it's called. Um, the head and the load and it's from a Ghanaian proverb the head and the load troubles of the neck mm. tell us more about that please. yeah i mean i think those proverbs continue to um to be part and live in the work a lot more than actually the the story of the world war because i think proverbs you know they allow us as metaphors to learn a lot more about ourselves mm. so the troubles of the neck is the load is the what we've been carrying. It's not only the physical load, but it's right. also the emotional load. And if we were to bring those themes to the 21st century, to 2023, would they be relevant today? Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, we're living with those themes currently in our own country, you know, with the mere fact that we're struggling with electricity. It's a uh, load on its, its own. Um, the fact that and it's we, not a load shed. It's, it's a, not, a load, it's a load. load. 
it's a load load and we, it's something that we have to deal with on everyday basis mm-hmm. and and again you know it's the things that we you know gbv all those kind of things they become such a disturbing load that we have to deal with in this country mm. potholes mm-hmm. water <laughs> water 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 shedding is another load yeah. corruption yeah. is another load how do we address it yeah. So you come to the, the, the head and the load, uh, watch the show and do some introspection because from here on we need to fix this this mess that we created and then create a better future for our our, our oncoming generation. Okay. Yeah. And that's where we have to leave it. Um, they often say that artists mirror society to us. They True. merely mirror it. Mm. See what you see mm. and conclude what you conclude. Don't be upset about what you see. They're merely mirroring you back to yourself. And in this play, The Head and the Load at the Johannesburg Theatre, the Joburg Theatre in Bramfontein, you will see something truly amazing and thought-provoking. As I said, brilliantly acted, brilliantly danced, brilliantly sung, brilliantly choreographed, brilliant interspersion of installations of art, video, archiving, historical data, you know, get smart and go there this weekend. Thank you very much, Hamilton Lamini. Thank you very much, Gregory Makoma, the choreographer and um, the principal actor um, in this uh, play. Politicians, please go and watch it. Yes, yes, we need them. (laughs) You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.